Hello everyone, welcome to our Wellness Transformation Podcast. My name is Mariana Carroll from MCC. Thank you for joining us as we continue our transformation journey towards our own well-being and the wellness of our teams. Today we're excited to bring you a much-needed discussion on developing and building a culture of well-being. Just a quick reminder to scroll down to the description section. Our team has put together show notes for today's episode. The show notes will help you recap today's session as well as present you with some questions for reflection. But now, before we go any further, as always, let's all take a deep breath in and now out. Well-being should be considered at multiple levels within our organizations, for example, individual, team and organization-wide. It is therefore vital for organizational strategies to span across the different levels to create a well-rounded, human-centric approach to support individuals with diverse backgrounds and needs and to create a real culture of well-being. Wellness is not just a program, it is a journey and it should effectively form part of every aspect of the employee experience. Today we are joined by Jen de Koeke, Principal Consultant for HR Synthesis, who will elaborate on developing and building an organization-wide, all-inclusive culture of well-being. Here is Jen. Thank you so much, uh, Mariana, for the opportunity. This is such an important and relevant topic for us to discuss today. Um, you know, in principle, if we want well people in our workplaces, we need to look at the whole ecosystem and we need to ask ourselves the question, what in that system is getting in the way of people's well-being? And that's at the heart of our conversation today. So Jen, based on recent research studies and your observations, what do you believe are some of the key considerations that have been highlighted with regards to developing and building a culture of well-being that organizations need to be mindful of? And perhaps what are some of the practical tips that you can share with our listeners for not only developing, but also embedding a culture of well-being that builds on good practice? In South Africa, we are still in a position to avoid the Great Resignation to the extent that other countries have experienced it. But we can no longer be following that old approach to wellness. We need to be looking deeper. What does well-being in the workplace actually mean? A good place for companies to start is to find out what gets in the way of employees' well-being in the first place. The reasons for creating a well-being strategy may vary between organizations, but the compelling business case remains in leveraging the full benefits of organizational well-being. You will create competitive advantage by maximizing engagement, efficiency, and effectiveness, and enable your employees to truly thrive. An effective well-being strategy will lead to reduced absence, improving customer satisfaction, increasing productivity, and the retention of talent. In turn, this will have a positive knock-on effect to the organization brand and help to establish a quality reputation in the market. There is also a moral aspect to addressing employee well-being. If an organization asks for and expects high levels of commitment and motivation from their employees, they have a duty to develop and build a culture 
that cultivates, enables, and sustains employee well-being. So based on that, what do organizations need to be mindful of when developing and building a culture of well-being? And what are some of the practical tips in developing, but also embedding a culture of well-being that builds on good practice, taking a human-centric approach? So let's break it down. As we always say, change starts with you, it starts with me. So we're going to look at this kind of at a multidimensional perspective. We start with the individual taking care of my own well-being. Everyone has a responsibility around well-being for themselves and others. We're having conversations in a comfortable environment about taking time to address your own well-being and ensuring you are taking care of yourself and having the support to do so. Sharing personal experiences of your own well-being. This can encourage others to do so and recognize it is commonplace to access support. Speaking with others and requesting support means being able to speak with others can provide people with a safe space to share what challenges they might be facing. Making time for conversations and catch-ups can also help to resolve issues before they become a much larger challenge. Dedicating time to personal care means setting aside time regularly to relax and make use of well-being support and resources available will help manage your own well-being regularly. Now we look at it from a team dynamic perspective. How do we promote the well-being of the team? We start with looking at visible support from managers. Being aware of what well-being support is available and promoting these to individuals in conversations or team catch-ups will ensure that managers are actively promoting well-being. Regular and flexible one-to-ones or drop-ins or some ways in which the access to well-being support can be raised. Some managers aim for a regular daily check-in with teams, which enables them to pick up any changes in the well-being of their team members. We can also consider how management can positively influence work. The way in which individuals are managed and supported in their day-to-day roles, as well as the central role managers have in communicating changes in an organization means they have significant influence in being able to promote a positive well-being culture. This should also cover finding time for people to be able to stop, pause, and reflect and support each other when necessary. Now we take a look at it from an organizational perspective. Creating a company culture where company values, goals, and practices are shared with their employees inevitably helps employees to see the direction the company is heading and what they're doing to achieve their goals. This gives employees a sense of purpose, a way to bring meaning to their work, and understand the contributions they are making to the organization. So important when we start to involve individuals in developing well-being strategies, you need to understand what employees need and want. Encouraging employees to have a voice enables them to share their views, feel included, empowered, and valued. This can be carried out by way of employee surveys, one-to-one reviews, and even focus groups. 
Without the knowledge and insights of how employees view the existing company culture, future well-being programs may be met with indifference. We can also consider building a sense of belonging and identity. How do we do this? Managers play a key role in promoting the identity and values of the organization, both verbally and through action. Building shared values and creating a positive outlook will help to retain people and their expertise. We can also ensure managers support employee well-being by giving them the necessary training and resources they need to be effective leaders and essential for them to effectively support their teams. Understanding the connection between employee well-being and company success will ensure managers provide the right assistance and champion the well-being of employees. Through their influence, guidance, and example, they can help to solidify the company's long-term vision and well-being strategy by embedding consistency from within the organization. We can also look at creating an environment of trust and transparency. Being transparent as a business will lead to higher levels of trust. Higher levels of trust will empower employees and help them to feel valued. Sharing information about your business plan and financial performance will help to improve employee engagement and increase trust. Feeling trusted goes hand in hand with feeling valued. We can also consider creating space to talk. By doing so, it is vital to keep the doors of communication open to ensure that employees feel it is safe to talk and to do so confidentially and with discretion. A good way to do this is to encourage peer support by promoting social spaces at work. This is where people can come together in a very relaxed environment to talk and share thoughts and experiences. But the most important key there is to create the safe space for employees to speak up. Last but not least, reviewing and monitoring success. This will continue to nurture a well-being culture by ensuring employees are continually supported. Workplace cultures will need to be regularly assessed. The well-being culture itself will require a strategic human-centric approach through company objectives and accountabilities. Reviewing the success of new strategies and encouraging people from across the organization to give feedback and share best practice promotes both buy-in and overall employee satisfaction. So in closing, wellness is not a program, it's a journey. And it should be part of every aspect of the employee experience. By being deliberate and committed to the well-being of employees and the decision to demonstrate that commitment throughout the organization, through everyday actions, being brave and courageous, taking a people-first approach, a culture of well-being can be developed and embedded in the organization. We can do this. We can create great places to work and become a benchmark for the rest of the world. Thank you, Mariana.
Jen, thank you so much for your valuable insights. I think your question, what in our organizations are getting in the way of building a culture of employee well-being, is such a relevant and thought-provoking ask for all leaders. The old approach to looking after our employees are no longer relevant or enough to build a culture of holistic well-being. If we truly want well people in our workplaces, we need to look at the whole ecosystem and identify what in that ecosystem is getting in the way of our people's well-being. So in summary, we can take three perspectives on considering well-being in our organizations. Firstly, as Jen highlighted, personal considerations, including taking care of your own well-being, share personal experiences of your wellness journey, speaking with others and requesting support, and dedicating time to personal care. And then secondly, from a team perspective, where managers offer visible support and consider how, as a management team, they can positively influence work. And lastly, from an organizational perspective, considering how to best involve individuals in developing well-being strategies, build a sense of belonging and identity, ensure that managers support employees' well-being, create an environment of trust and transparency, create a space to talk, and then continue to nurture a well-being culture by continuous reviewing and monitoring of success. Now, before we end this podcast, perhaps a last thought from you, Jen? Thanks, Mariana. So, yes, on that note, uh, a culture of well-being stems from organizations genuinely caring about their employees' well-being and also understanding the necessity of a culture of health for the mutual success of their employees and their business. That is that for me is the crux of all of this, Mariana. It really just stems from that organization genuinely caring and understanding the necessity of uh, building and developing that culture of health for the mutual success of their employees and for their business. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jane. As she reiterated, a culture of well-being is truly about organizations caring about their employees' wellness and being intentional about fostering a culture of health. Podcast listeners, remember to find the show notes for today's episode and look out for our next conversation. As we always say, together we grow. In partnership, we can reinforce integrated and sustainable solutions that enhance long-term performance, productivity, and optimal engagement while maintaining those all-important balanced lifestyles. Thank you for being part of our wellness transformation journey to each one listening. Reach out and connect with us. And remember, as Jen said, change starts with you and it starts with me. Let's make well-being real in our own lives and let us go out and be the change in the lives of others. Mm -hmm.